Hi, I'm James Fitzsimons of Elevate Selection Dublin and Bermuda and The Career Scoop. Today we are reviewing our guests' contributions from Series 1. To remind you who our guests were, Professor Jane Farah, Professor of Genetics and World-Class Scientist, Kathy Bryce, Managing Director of AIB Corporate and Business Banking Division, first female to run a PL division for AIB, Barry Mulligan, entrepreneur and private equity investor, Niall Wall, ex-CEO of Arda PLC and private equity investor. Our panel today includes Sylvia Jones, Managing Director of Elevate Bermuda, and James O'Shocknessy, Bermuda Non-Executive Director and Expert Witness. You're both very welcome. Thank you, James. A pleasure. The Thanks topics, very much, James. Good afternoon. Great. The topics we will be discussing is career advice for a young person leaving school or university and the ingredients our serious contributors look for when they hire. Sylvia, do you want to kick it off? Thank you, James. Absolutely. Uh, I'd love to start by discussing the career advice uh, aspect of this, where um, in the first instance, I quite liked what Kathy Bryce had to say with regard to uh, her suggestion for recommendation for those leaving university. And she suggested that uh, anyone at any stage of their career should always pick something that you would enjoy. Uh, and that comes with uh, the off everything from the office environment to the team that you enjoy to the actual work itself. And I thought that was a great starting point uh, for anyone uh, making a decision when leaving university. James, do you want to jump in there? Yeah, sure. Happy to do that, James. A few quick points, really. Um, I guess we started off with Jane Farrar, and a few things that really struck me that were quite helpful as I was listening to these were um, something I think a lot of the youth today maybe don't know how to do this, but it was around, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help. People can be very collaborative and be willing to help. So to the extent you need help, put your hand up and ask for that. Also, um, Jane is a scientist, and I think one of the areas she focused on was on you know, that no one individual is successful in, on their own, that a team effort is required. And she gave a very good example around a scientist where, you know, from her perspective to solve a problem, you know, she can have one piece of the puzzle. But to really get to the end game, you need to collaborate with a lot of people. And I think the success factors there, she, you know, noted, you know, first of all, you got to work with the right group that's fully committed, et cetera but also just to be in the right network. And I think that was very helpful um, just discussion. And the last one, which really just to carry on really on the area of network is she found that, the, you know, the more people you know, the better opportunities will come to you. And every meeting that she had, she found it was an opportunity for a future job, maybe a future donor. And also just, she noted, be selective in the people you have in your network. And I thought that was really good advice for somebody starting out. Yeah, I think she also went on to say to not be afraid to ask and uh, whether it's within your network or peers or within your work environment, uh, that opportunity can really present itself when you raise your hand and uh, ask the right question. And uh, and so her advice was that uh, find the courage within yourself to ask those critical and crucial questions that can get you to the next stage in your career. And I guess just to finish off there, James, just two or three other points. Um, I guess being an old guy in the group at 56, almost 57, I guess, the, you know, 
the old man instilled the the values of work ethic, and I think that came through quite a bit from the various interviews. That uh, be committed to the role, solid work ethic, which could be showing up on time, um, you know, putting in the extra effort, etc. So work ethic, even though in many cases it's a given, it certainly is something that you know to be focused on. That that actually shines through, and uh, to. Kathy Brophy also talked about um, choices and the length of your career. And I think around the choices, I think it was interesting. She said that, you know, all, all your choices, most of them are correctable. So if you can make, you know, not necessarily great choices early on in your career, but it's all correctable. You can make things work. And I think the other thing which she emphasized, which, again, I wish I'd known when I was 24, is that your career is a long road. You know, when you start out at 24, you know, you're not going to solve it all by the time you're 27. There's going to be a 30, 35-year path there. So, you know, take your time and get stuck in mm-hmm. and just let the career take its natural path. You won't be the CEO of a company when you're 27. It's just you just got to build the blocks and make it through that way. Yeah, that's it. Niall Wall, CEO of Arda, spoke very uh, energetically about uh, not being afraid to make mistakes in your career and that um, not really looking at them as as fatal errors, but as sometimes learning moments and uh, an opportunity to change or to make new decisions uh, that would take you in a different direction. Uh, everyone has periods within their career where they're faced with um, a moment of of either uncertainty or a need for change. And uh, his recommendation was to uh, identify what's prompting that, uh, listen to yourself and your, your own uh, cues and feelings on it, uh, and to determine the next step forward in a very deliberate and, and analytical way, and to take your time doing that, which I think is really important. Okay, that's really interesting. So going on to the second topic around the ingredients in the people that our our participants uh, uh, hire. So what do they share? What do they look for? I can kick off with that, James, happily. Yeah, sure, uh, Sylvia. You're, you're, yeah. A bit more, you're, you're the expert in this area. <laughs> uh, I've had a few of these conversations uh, uh, over the years. Um, a energy, passion for what you do, uh, a real love of the work, um, and uh, a team spirit. Quite often, uh, there are aspects of any role that can be taught, but what's really important for uh, most of these uh, very senior individuals is the right fit for the team and looking for the cultural fit that the person's mindset is in the right place and that is consistent with the corporate culture that they have within their own organization uh, so that that person can grow, yes, contribute, but also feel comfortable within the office environment. Yeah, thanks, Sylvia, for jumping in there. A few that struck me, James, and Barry Mulligan had a really interesting one that I hadn't thought about before, and it really had to do with, um, you know, he said it's very easy to hire in the middle ground. It's very easy to hire somebody like yourself. And he says when he's hiring, one of the things he tries to do is to double-check himself and not to hire himself or people like him. So I guess his point there is that, what he's found the most successful teams to be are those where you have diverse individuals on the teams. Uh, sometimes the outlier is the one that maybe people don't want to hire, but actually he's drawn to the outliers because he finds they're different and they bring a different uh, thought process. And he's found that's actually very helpful um, in building a successful team. 
Two other things um, I noticed from Niall Wald um, as well. Niall had a, a, an interesting one. He said he always focuses on hiring someone smarter than himself. So Niall would say that he's a generalist. And when he's looking for a very specific skill set, he likes to hire the experts, the people who will really know the level of detail. And he's happy to put his hand up and say, look, I know A and B, but I need help solving C, D and E. So he found that to be um, something that you know means a lot to him when he's um, selecting a team. And also just kind of along that vein, he likes working with people that he likes people to highlight problems. But he also wants people to come along with the solutions to the problems. So he needs both aspects. So happy to have somebody put their hand up, but also put their hand up with the solution. And finally, I think um, Sylvie kind of mentioned it was you can teach a lot of the technical skills. You know, you can get your degrees, you can do your various courses. I think one of the skills that's certainly shining through, and especially in the environment we're in today, is um, somebody's uh, softer skills, I guess. You know, as a leader, I guess it's been highlighted in many, you know, various podcasts, etc. The skills around empathy, etc., and just um, understanding that you know it's not just a technical aspect of the job that's important. It's also just the ability to interact with a team, motivate your team, get on with your team, etc. So that's probably harder to learn, but I think there is definitely ways to work on that. Yeah, Barry Mulligan also spoke about hiring people who have integrity. And that was really a very strong yeah. factor that stood out for him, where it just was uh, probably the, the number one quality that he looked for in the first instance, which I'd agree with him is very hard to identify uh, in an interview type of scenario. But uh, nonetheless, it was crucial for him that he would have people who whom he could trust on his team. And I think he felt that uh, so much can be accomplished, so much more can be accomplished when you do have a team where the trust is solid and uh, everyone's integrity is is intact and, uh, and they can contribute to the overall success. To summarize, James, could you give us uh, two points and Sylvia two points as well? Yeah, sure, James. Um, a lot of very good points there, but the two that stuck out for me were um, Jane Farrar talked about as a 24-year-old, don't be afraid to ask for help and work on your network. And I think that was a very, very good point that she made early on in her discussion. And then the last one really is from Niall Wall, communicate in a simple and in a not convoluted manner. So you don't need to talk like a highfalutin uh, accountant and um, just make it very simple. And I think that will actually stand to you. Thanks, James. Thanks, James. Two things that stood out for me. First was Niall Wall, where he wanted individuals or suggested as part of his career advice to those looking at making a change was to be output oriented and to keep this in mind throughout their career to look at how their contribution to the organization was uh, continuously growing uh, and making an impact. The second one that stood out for me was actually from Kathy Bryce, who was reminding us that time is too short, life is too short. Let's not be afraid of failing at things and to always keep moving forward. And I think in the climate that we're in at the moment, that's really useful advice and something to uh, listen to and to heed as we face a new year. That's great. James and Sylvia, thank you so much for joining me today. Yep, great. Thanks very much, James. Thank you, James. Some superb insights here and we look forward to hearing more. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to The Career Scoop, brought to you by Elevate Career Advice. 
and elevate executive selection Dublin and Bermuda. I'm James Fitzsimons and I hope you've enjoyed listening. Make sure to tune in for new episodes of The Career Scoop. Thank you. Bye.